you can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the hole in none fantasy golf podcast with me words and my neighbor the je mr dodi fayed on tonight's podcast it is masters week we're gonna take the deep dive on the featured groups talk about the golf course weather champions dinner the whole nine yards we also got the texas open we'll talk about that for about two minutes go over the blc leaderboard but of course we start on the casting couch. Hello, Johnny. Hey, words. How are you? Oh, God. Hey, Wyatt. How the hell are you? Not good, John. <laughs> Not good. I've got the picky yips right now. I don't know what to do as we hit record. So it's funny because, you know, words and I have a just spoken understanding. It's like the picks are in before we start recording. And I have a feeling this is one of those times where, like, we're like, I'm like, I'm going with. And then words <laughs> is like, oh, yeah, uh, me too. No, <laughs> me not. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm on him too. <laughs> three for three. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I mean, and we don't get the skin. Uh, no, <laughs> we split. No, we make an exception. We split twenty five each. <laughs> well, because it's a major, we split. You know, it. <laughs> we make the fucking rules. See. Anyways, oh goodness. Um, so yeah, I'm a little. Uh, I'm a little tense right now. I'm not gonna lie. But um, how are you? What did uh, What did fatherhood teach you this week? Um, let's see. My kid pissed on me twice and, uh, that's about it. I, uh, you know, I, I'm playing and we're, we got a big tournament at the first two man tournament member, member of the year at our club this weekend words. And I noticed you weren't playing and you, yeah. you enlightened me, you know, of course I'm teaming up with my guy, league favorite guy that barely listens to the show, but we made fun of his ass for getting bullied by Scotty Scheffler as a 20-year-old last week. I'm playing with El Chapo this weekend in a two-man scramble, so. Good, yeah, I'm sure that's going to go swimmingly. Um, no, man, I'm, I'm coaching, man. It's a, I'm trained champions. <laughs> I, know, I was like, why the fuck aren't you playing? You're like, got a fucking game. I got a game, boss. And then I started thinking to myself, I'm like, Jesus Christ, like, this is like my prime time right now. Like, it's already changed my life and my playing schedule, of course. Being a dad, like, I've already ruled out several, like, hey, you want to play tomorrow? Well, like the, old, the normal four days a week deal? <laughs> yeah, you can't play two days in a row anymore. <laughs> That's for goddamn sure. I mean, I'm sure I could, but I wouldn't, it wouldn't be good for me. No, um, it wouldn't be good for anyone's health. <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, I, I actually turned down a Friday game today because I'm playing Saturday in the two-man deal. So I love it because... You know, Friday afternoon, I'd miss coverage Friday afternoon, so I'm going to play Friday morning. We'll be done by about 1 o'clock and rest up uh, watching golf all Saturday afternoon. Got a got a big event Saturday night, actually. So <laughs> With Vegas Dave. Vegas Dave and his wife invited us to a little fundraiser for uh, their, their kid's school that Maggie teaches at. Yeah, we got the... 
We got rival auctions on the same night. That's right. You go to the different one. Are you going to be like, ah, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Sold. Auctioneer words. Are you doing the auctioneering? They're yeah. like words I may, from the I Hole may, in Nine podcast. I may step up to ask if they need my services. <laughs> hey, you guys need a sub? Need a sub? You want me to handle this one? It's like next item up for bids. <laughs> Hitting lesson with Mark Deshera. And we're just like, oh my God. <laughs> Have you have you heard any of the? Go- <laughs> I'm gonna give someone a golf lesson. <laughs> see what they'll go for. How to break a hundred? Golf lesson with words and GAE. <laughs> yeah, how to break how to break a hundred? High as hell. <laughs> yeah, luckily I don't miss golf anymore because I've kind of grown to hate the sport. <laughs> well, no, we're in. No, it's fun. Man. We it's played a fellowship when, deal. What we played? What I guess a couple Fridays ago. I mean, it was it was pretty bad. I think that was the day I played like complete dog shit. Myself, I mean, yeah, it was it was rough. It was rough. We walked also, and oh, uh, God, the shoes I had, I had tiger shoes. And I fucking took them back because they got blisters. Tiger, don't do it, man. It's a trap. Well, speaking of, you know, obviously everyone saw um, tigers wearing foot joys this week. I bet you were like, no, God, no. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm gonna take back my Nikes. They're still in the box. <laughs> it's a tiger play to D. <laughs> no, and that's like as soon as they they they. Uh, tweeted out a, or I guess in, Instagrammed out a picture of them. I was like, "Words, I bet you were so pissed you took these back." And you're like, Fuck "No, that those things sucked." I got, I went the exact opposite. I got the biggest dad golf shoes possible. The, the, the echoes. echoes, you know it, Daddy <laughs> Gore-Tex. Tell Fred Couples, I said, "What's up?" I will. I will. I don't. I guess we've talked about this before, but I can't imagine how we played in golf with no socks. It's like God, you get like one oh. little pebble in your foot. Guy either has just feet that are made of fucking sandpaper or he knows a bunch of really good fucking pedicurists. Yeah, I'm sure he knows a lot of those. <laughs> or he just doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so our boy Reed, uh, of course, sent us, the, like, they hadn't officially announced it. Like, it was just like, oh, look, here's a picture of Tiger's shoe. And then at his presser, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm actually wearing a new shoe. But he never even said Foot Joy. Never once said Foot Joy, Tiger didn't. He said, the folks at Nike have been great with kind of letting me have some freedom on this deal. But our boy Reed sends us a fucking snapshot that he buys, like, 400 stocks of, of Foot Joy the next day. And so I got to think those went up in value. Reed got it early. <laughs> Could be. I don't know. Or just stupid. He's, hey, no, he's a crafty, crafty old boy. Um, good for Tiger. Yeah, and he's uh, he's too well-trained to, like, drop someone else's corporate name that's not shelling out a little cash for him. Yeah, no, I, I would imagine that, one, Foot Joy can't pay him enough money to, to just have him even say his name. He doesn't care. He doesn't need the I'll money. fucking buy you. But I did say that, or he did mention specifically those shoes were just kind of more... Uh, you know, supportive, if you will, kind of like blocky, like he needs the extra, uh, I guess, like base base of that, that shoe provides. So when you're playing with a mangled foot and leg, I guess you got to go to all stops to, to, to play well. Yeah. When you're answering questions about the hardware in your leg. Yeah. He's, he's playing by the way. We'll get to, we'll get much more into that. Oh really? I, I bet the people don't know <laughs> listening, yeah. listening Thursday morning. Hey, did you know that, uh, words and I were ranked number 10 and the, uh, this weird blog thing of the top 25 best fantasy golf podcast of 2022. <laughs> I was like, words, why didn't you tell me this? You got an email about this like a week before. <laughs> yeah. We're like, Oh, by the way, here you I, go. Cause I read the other people in the top 10 and I'm like, who are these fucking guys? It was like the Cleveland Indians from major league. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I mean, fuck. Hey, winning's winning. Hey, I, I, and I, getting eighth is getting eighth. Tenth. Tenth. But, <laughs> but we we did not even, like, we didn't write to anyone to try to get on this list. So somehow we stumbled upon it. So thank you guys for for listening, by yes, the way. Yes, always. But anyways, words. Uh, I think it's time that we just devote a segment to each show, right? To one of our favorite guys to talk about. Oh, Goldberg? That, I yeah. saw he was in the news. I knew you were going to bring his fat ass up. Yeah, Goldberg's back. He's getting an acting gig after being two years sober. We might have helped turn his career around by talking about yeah. when he was busted all methed out two years ago. <laughs> now he's got a new set of pearly whites and pulling acting jobs left and right. That's right. Sean White. A little more filled out now, which is probably healthy for him. Yes, but congratulations to Goldberg. We have to revisit yeah. that and every time we get Do we know anything about the picture or... Just that he's he's doing something. It's some sort of uh, acting role about a guy who started his own religion. So he's going to play some weirdo, some cult. Yeah, something like that. He he tweeted a picture, posted something where he has long hair and doesn't have a shirt on. What if but it's it, like some like C grade kind of like soft core? <laughs> it's like he's a sex <laughs> sex, sex goddess. leader. <laughs> yeah, Goldberg. Yeah, and you can see it like a nude scenes, you porn. Goldberg fucks. <laughs> I'm all over it. Charlie fucks. Uh, Gabombe fucks Charlie's mom as Goldberg watches. I really painted you into the wrong direction there, Daddy O. That was my fault. I, I'm raising my hand on that one, guys. Goldberg cucks Bombay with Charlie's mom. <laughs> yeah, they need to scratch this idea. And just like, there needs to be a Mighty Ducks pin with ever, whichever movie he's doing. They need to make a Mighty Ducks Throw porn. Throw the script out. <laughs> Mighty Ducks porn. They all go to, they go back to the old academy and start slaying some of the college co-eds. <laughs> <laughs> team USA Hockey fucks Team Sweden. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, never mind. Let's get off of there. <laughs> no, the other guy I was really leaning towards was your boy, words. Texas own. <laughs> oh, what, JJ? <laughs> the guy we like to call Jizz and Jerry these days. Uh, yeah, what is, the, what is the latest? He paid millions to his daughter. And so, like, hey, shut the fuck up, all right? Like, more shit came out immediately after. Like It was like either later that day or the next day after we had our segment about Jerry Jones fucking the airline uh, ticket counter gal. So, turns out... <laughs> you know, that, that old gal. <laughs> yeah. Turns out... They were featured. Her and her mom were. Fe- Alexandra Davis is the is Jerry's daughter, alleged daughter's name. Uh, her mom's name, whatever. Um, they were featured <laughs> on Stewardess. <a> sh- yeah, <laughs> ticket counter employee <laughs> words. Yeah, she she had dreams, big dreams about being a stewardess someday. <laughs> Little Rock. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, uh, her name is uh, Cynthia Cynthia Davis, and her Ooh, daughter Andrea. Sin and Cindy. She, she was actually featured on a show called Big Rich Texas, and uh, she ends up being um, the person who was suing Jerry Jones. She was a quote familiar face to reality TV fans. Um, Jerry, among the four hundred and seventy five thousand dollars he paid Cynthia back in nineteen ninety five, he gave Andrea or Alexandra, the daughter. A seventy thousand dollar Range Rover for her sixteenth birthday, and funded a thirty three thousand dollar birthday party for her sweet sixteen. How about that? <laughs> Sorry, I abandoned you, but here's a car, and guess what? You're going to be a reality TV star, dear. And a lot of this came out from like Jerry's former attorney, who personally made the payments to Miss Cynthia here. So, and I don't know why he came out, broke whatever confidentiality. I think that he, if he's still representing Jerry, he's like, hey, listen. We made an agreement. We paid you. Leave us the fuck alone. <laughs> no, I'm sure it's like, 
Surely Jerry's got at least one lawyer who's been disbarred by now. So he's like, I've already lost my license. I may as well come clean with this. Old Jizz and Jerry did it again. Words did. I completely ripped the Jizz and Jerry line. I was just trying to be like, words, say it, say it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, here's a, there's a good couple pictures of uh, them. I think it was Cynthia and Alexandra far right here. They're wearing uh, rhinestone jeans. Uh, <laughs> typical. Let's see her. Not bad. That looks like mom looks pretty young, actually. Ooh. No wonder Jerry fucked her. I told you. Sin and Cindy and Jiz and Jerry. <laughs> Remember I thought we called her Deborah? Deborah. <laughs> it's, it turns out it's Cindy. <laughs> you can call me Deborah if you want, though, Jerry. Oh, man. Anyways, it, it does say that uh, the shows for Big Rich Texans were full of cocktail parties, Botox party, crab boils, mysterious boyfriends, and fashion show blow-ups. <laughs> Must watch TV. <laughs> when I heard blow-ups, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mighty, get the Mighty Ducks back in here for a bukkake. <laughs> oh, <my> <laughs> oh, man. So for a while it was who died this week, and then it turned into who jizzed this week. <laughs> speaking Biggest of- show ever, master show ever. <laughs> hey, speaking of who died words... I'm sure you saw the deal about the rapper from the D.C. area that was shot and killed, and rather than a traditional funeral, they propped his dead body up in, in full display yeah. in a nightclub. They embalmed his ass <laughs> and said, stand him on up. This is the last show. They yeah. thought the Tupac hologram shit was good. Nah, this is where it's really at. Yeah, we want a real dead I body. Want, I want that motherfucking body up there. Uh, his family defended it and said, this is what he would have wanted. Yeah, it was. Everyone look at me. I yeah. saw one guy say, if his mom's happy, then really, that's what's all that matters. That's damn right. It is. It is. And the, the thing is, is that, you know, mom mom said that he didn't go to church, so they didn't want to have some fake-ass funeral in a church, so they wanted to stand him his ass up in a nightclub, because he, he liked to party. <laughs> he wasn't a real church guy. That takes some mom with some backbone to admit that about their kids. Oh, no, no. He's in hell. <laughs> he, he's in hell right now. Don't get it twisted. No, John, I think you're able to plead your case. I mean, we fucking better. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I'm sorry I said all that shit. Um, other than that, man, I mean, <laughs> that was the best thing I saw. Did you see Albert Pujols uh, divorced his wife of like 20 plus years, like three days after she had brain surgery? No, I did not. <laughs> you didn't see that? Words. Exactly. Jeez, and I thought talking about the fucking dead guy propped up in a nightclub was bad. You're dark as fuck. <laughs> You've talked about three different <laughs> hypothetical porn. Come on, we know you're we know you're the bad guy here. But seriously, he must have caught her in bed with like five guys for sure. That's terrible. I did not hear that. I mean, and he just signed a contract with the with he's going back to St. Louis. Yeah, right? St. Louis. <laughs> Welcome to Miami. I mean, what is he? 44, 43? I don't know. Yeah, he's older. Um, the only other thing, did you watch any of the, uh, the Grammys? Uh, no, I did not. One thing I've never gotten a hold of. Have you, do you know anything about this Korean boy band, BTS? I mean, I've heard of them. <laughs> so. Bind torture. <laughs> boy, bind torture, skull fuck. <laughs> oh uh, they're, they're, uh, so they're actually, I read a story about them and I'm just like, what is the appeal of these guys? Uh, they, not that this is bad. They could all pass for women. <laughs> they all are pretty, like, they look like pretty Korean women, but they're all dudes. Um, but. 
they're having to do the same thing that old Sang Moon Bay did. They ha- they have to fucking go do oh, no. Korean military service. Fuck. <laughs> Gosh. I don't think they officially have to yet, but you know, that's m- required for anybody from Korea eight, like between the ages of 18 and 28, which they're all like <laughs> right in the middle of that. Sorry guys, you got to go stand on the border for 2 years. <laughs> I know. I know it's annoying, but Yeah, I mean Sang Moon Bay like never made it no, back. No. No. He was like, "I'm done." Hey, which is why this leads back into golf. Remember, we got to have either Siwoo or Sungjae win a major before they have to get shipped off. Because if they do that, they're exempt. So pulling heavily for Sungjae this week. Always, always. (laughs) It's like, even if we don't pick him this week, we win if Sungjae wins. 100%. So anyways, that was the last thing I had on the casting couch words. Great, John. Well, I guess we should... Mosey on down to San Antonio for the Valero Texas Open where JJ Spawn. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. No, I always like to say, uh, for all of our fraternity brothers out there, I like to call him Indian JJ Spawn, which you, you get it, wink, wink. Words doesn't get it because he never went to a chapter or studied or anything. <laughs> but uh, I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd because I did. Just kidding. Anyways, um, yeah, it yeah. was another one of those weeks where it's, where it's like Thursday, Friday. I'm like, God damn it. Why didn't I pick Ryan Palmer? Why didn't I pick Kevin <laughs> Chappell? Chappell? Fuck. I was like, calm down. <laughs> yeah, they've both like barely made, ended up like dead last amongst those who made the cut. I think Palmer went like 76, 77 on the weekend. Yeah, he flew real high to the sun on Friday, though, which was nice to see. It's nice to see him on the top of the leaderboard anytime, of course. Well, you know what? Another thing that I've noticed, my guy, Wyndham Clark, he is really good at making the cut and then finishing dead last. This is like the fourth time he's finished dead fucking last after making the cut. Like he finished, he tied for dead last. He and Jim Herman. Lady so. Windy. <laughs> cool 17K. He was on the uh, on the tee with Taylor this week. Nice. Our girl T- Taylor Cusack. No. So um, it was boring. I, I, I was watching <laughs> it while driving, turned it off. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, this is awful. Yeah. So anyway. Dozens of people have already done that during this show. <laughs> I know the way we're going. Um, but words, our guy Adam Hadwin had a pretty good Sunday for us. He saved us some, uh, won us some money, I should say, 67 to close out the week. I mean, what's that like his fifth or sixth top 10 this year? He is, uh, he's backdoored into a bunch of those. He plays really well on the weekend and doesn't do anything too fancy ever, but is just really playing solid golf. So, you know, he didn't quite pop like he wanted to. And, my other ugly son of a bitch, Martin Laird, he at least made the cut, grinded to do that, and uh, got me a little bit of cash. But bitchy boy Bryson, I mean, what a loser. Have what you, more can you say? <laughs> have you, I mean, do you, I know you said you, you can hate him as well as anybody. Oh, yeah. Now you, yeah. Oh, yeah. Had he, had he, I, had I, he done any, what, like, any top 10 for you? Would you be like, ah, oh, yeah, he's not yeah, a bad guy. Yeah, he's just a fucking nerd, you know. No, now I fucking hate him. Yeah, no, he's, he's a loser. I blame um, myself. But yeah, he's a loser. I do too. I mean, well, what? And terrible I'm, pick. And I'm pretty sure he's a terrible person. Probably. Yeah. Um, terrible pick. <laughs> well, I, we had value. There was 10 other of us poor sons of bitches. Well, <laughs> I will say uh, Adam had when we, only 17 people on him, including you and I. He, at one point of the round, kind of lost it. I think he made two to three bogeys in a row, but closed just strong as fuck to really backdoor that top five. So, oh, backdoor hard. Yeah. No, he, he had had five birdies on his last uh, seven holes. So that's how you close. 
Um, but other than that, words not much talking about. I obviously had Gary Woodland that finished in the top ten, won a little bit of money. But JJ Spawn, first guy since Tiger Woods in two thousand eight U.S. Open to double bogey his first hole and still go on to win the golf tournament. So something that hasn't been done in fourteen years on tour. Pretty impressive for a guy who had never won on, won on tour before uh, and punched his ticket to Augusta in doing so. Yes, nice. Um, I'm kind of secretly pulling for Bo Hosler. I don't know why I kind of like him. Player has been grinding, and uh, he double bogeyed like the easiest par five in the course, and it was, it was kind of all downhill from there. We bladed a sand yeah, wedge. sand wedge <laughs> over the green. I only watched like 15 minutes, but that was that was some of it. Bro, that final group, he was in the final group with Brant Snedeker, and Brant Snedeker didn't make a single birdie on Sunday, which for a Yikes. pro golfer to go a full round without making a birdie is pretty pathetic. Real shitty. I mean, it's pathetic for when... When we do that, um, but they were that final group looked disgusting. Like Who was they, it? Was it, it was, was Hostler, Sneds, and um, uh, Fratelli? Yeah, it, maybe. Yeah, I think it was Fratelli. But I will say this about Bo Hosler: he takes fucking forever to hit a golf shot. He does. It's really annoying, actually. Well, so, yeah, screw him. <laughs> well, I will just say. Uh, Bo was fighting his swing. He had more one-handed finishes throughout the day. Like, the back nine, he was completely in a battle with his swing. So, for him to still fire 72, I think, was actually decent for the way his game was going. Yes. So, T4 for him, which is still, you know, he needs every dollar he can get because I don't know that he, I mean, he has status, but I think he's got to keep winning money to kind of get in that shuffle of where he has priority in certain tournaments. So <clears throat> He's been in the mix a little bit. I mean, more this year than he ever has. So he's, I think he's kind of getting there. Well, uh, Matty Jones had the low round of the day. Aussie, this is his second time to play great. He played great at the Century Tournament of Champions. But uh, T2 for him, Matt Kuchar. Oh, he played like well. a real bum on Sunday. Well, he holed a putt for par on 18 after hitting it in the water in a second shot, which actually – what got him a fair amount extra like that was a three hundred thousand dollar par putt that he made but um, not into the masters wins again yeah well that was what's funny is uh, i saw the pga tour it was i think his 500 start it was either his 500 yep. yep. or 600 start i think 505 and it was like 500 start and uh, no signs of slowing down for Matt Kuchar. And I was like, yeah, yeah except right. for the last like five years. Jesus, last four years at least. He's like me. He's put on like 15 pounds and it's all go, goes straight to his belly. Straight to his ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about no. <laughs> belly. Oh. Uh, oh, never mind. Your, your ass just looks fuck? good today, I guess. <laughs> no. well, Anyways, you, next thing I know, you're going to ask me to be in a soft core. <laughs> Okay, well, J.J. Spawn won. We What's obviously the, know where we yeah, need to go yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? What's the leaderboard look like? Jared Smith, but just Vin Modem. Yeah, Jared Smith, the fake Jared Smith, not really. Jared's a buddy of Eric Gatsy's, So Eric, you must feel like an idiot having your friend kick your ass. If you're a friend of his, you're a friend of ours. No, Jared kidding, Smith, Eric, Beaver Ben finishing in first place. Gets him a $50 Venmo f- straight from words. In second place, we had hit the box, David Box. He finished just $23,000 behind. Third place outright, the Onion Burger. That's Keller Flinton. We had a three-way tie for fourth with B Buck. That's Braden Buck. BMD, TBD, Blaine Dutchick. And also tied for fourth, Arnie's Army, Tyson Hickey. Uh, seventh place outright, our guy from Resonant. The, the brains, and not like everyone else's brains, but our guy Joe 
Broadway Joe, who was on the show last year. Old that, Lefty Joe. <laughs> that's what's for dessert. <laughs> he must be feeling really shitty with Phil, you know, the whole Phil thing. Oh, yeah, sorry, man. Uh, just kidding, Joe. Oh, yeah, Congrats Phil on sucked. the top ten, baby. <laughs> uh, number eight words. Another one of your high school brethren, swinging Pete Jeremy Allman right there in eighth Doc. place. And then rounding out the top ten words, there was a four-way tied for ninth Led by none other than me. <laughs> Dodi fade, baby. Egyptian playboy, Dodi <laughs> Yes. Uh, I was tied with Fig Jammer 54. That's Jay Parrish. A guy that we bashed on the show two weeks ago. M. Gray, Michael Gray. <laughs> and rounding out, Boston Dave. That's Dave, don't call me Freddy Krueger. All right. Nice rundown. Words that overall standings, though, really didn't change much in the top ten. The one through five positions all stayed the same, led by the Beta Soy Boys, Walker Milligan, but his lead has been decreased to 187,000 over Tiger Strong, Chris Strong in second, R. Scott in third, Crowder in fourth. The Dallas Sooners are just $1.2 million from the lead at number five. Up one spot and just clawing in the top ten. He's been there all year. Chauncey Venables, a.k.a. Grizzly Adams, the Cultivator. In seventh place, the Tony Boys up two spots. Tony Morales. Uh, in eighth place, holding tight. He was there last week. Jay Black, 2021. Down three spots to number nine is Cole Corson. And rounding out the top ten, he must have had some motivation when I said him and his brother would kick the fucking McQueen's brother's asses. Jared <laughs> Lester is there at number ten. Had a baby. And I believe you said that one of the, uh, was it one of the Lester brothers text you and was like, yeah, we would fuck them up. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah. We're all friends. Come on, the McQueen's probably don't listen. Too good of buddies. Anyways, that's all fun and games, guys. I know you never fight, so whatever. No, they would. They're MMA guys. They they fucking hate (laughs) each other. Are they really? No. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> wow, really? No. All right, Johnny, good rundown. Before we take it out to Augusta, though, you got some big, big pipey news. We've teased this for two weeks now, Words. Uh, we are actually officially partnered with Piper Golf. Uh, Piper was founded in 2021. A good buddy of mine and one of my closest friends introduced me, Mike Godfrey, the CEO of this company. Great dude. I've had a lot of fun times with this guy. Anyways, he created a company, Piper Golf. They make affordable, good golf balls. They've got four different balls right now. Piper green, blue, black, and gold. I play the Piper gold. I hit it this past week. Got to say, I spun that thing like a motherfucker. If if you want to just pull some fucking rippers, Piper gold's your ball. But anyways, it's tiered for any, any golfer. But I tell you what. Me and my boys, when we go out to the fucking golf course, we're not looking for just high-priced golf balls. I am for the most part. But Piper gives you a really good deal um, with our promo code, HIN69. You're going to get 10% off your purchase. Ooh. So Ooh. I will say, if you're if you're a guy that likes golf, this is a great brand. They're, they're more for the low-key, fun player. High-quality, low-cost golf ball. Exactly. Um, they've got... Basically, if you want to hit nukes, if you want to throw some darts, if you want to get shit-faced with your buddy and just drink scotch on the golf course and in a tournament, I mean, this is your ball. This isn't the fucking button-up loser's ball. This is for fucking people who like to party and have a good time. So anyways. Ship it. Dig deep into your pockets. Dig deep. As I mentioned, you go on the website. It's piper.golf. They have apparel, golf balls. You can subscribe. They have hats, shirts, everything. So anyways... 
Do our do us a favor. Go to the website. Go get some balls. Get ten percent off when you enter H I N sixty nine. Words and I are playing the ball. They're great. And it's in the bag. It, it's definitely in the bag. Also, check out their social media. They're on Instagram pi, at piper.golf and also on Twitter. Got some momentum behind them. They're out of Atlanta, Georgia. They're sending you a good quality golf ball at an affordable price. So go pick up some Piper golf balls. Nice, Johnny. Very good. Don't forget to use that promo code. God damn it. Every promo code's goatee. It's HIN69. We're like, hey, would you guys approve HIN69? And they're like, yeah. It's like, yeah, weirdo, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, you perverts. You are. What are you guys, some perverts? What are you, some softcore porn producer? Or <laughs> yeah, like, no, but J.E. is. <laughs> it's tight. Remember when I was going to play you, like your alter ego in a porn? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no, you were That Edwards. was years ago, John. <laughs> Good gosh. The English Patient starring <laughs> J.E. <laughs> in Andrew, Over the Top. <laughs> Andrew Edwards is Edwards. <laughs> How dare you use my name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So words. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking Masters. Masters! Yeah. Fuck yes. The week everybody was waiting for, right? Yes. The one week that will pull me back from absolutely hating golf is this week, the most important tournament of the year. Words. I, uh, I've never like anticipated a press conference so much in my fucking life that on Tuesday... When I heard, you know, okay, Tiger's pressers at, at 10 o'clock. And I literally, like, I had to drive to Stillwater. So I was like, ah, I can dick around the house until I do that. So I left at 9.55 so I could listen to the whole fucking thing. And I did. Yeah, but it was great. I was almost brought to tears at, at this. You've said countless times throughout your career that you don't enter a golf tournament unless you think that you can win it. So the question is simple. Do you think you can win the Masters this week? I do. I do. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. <laughs> I literally, when he said that, I swear to Dad! God, I, I almost started crying. I was like, "Oh my god!" But you know, I mean, that's that's the company line, right? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think he's had this obviously circled on the calendar for a long time, and we've talked about it ad nauseum, like how he was limping around at the PNC, and I feel like that that's going to kind of be the situation by the end of Friday. You know, because when you walk and we see him now, it's almost like, okay, don't limp. Everyone's watching. Don't limp. Yeah, and I watched him and JT taking a stroll, and they're, like, clearly... Slowing down? Yeah, I mean, well, not necessarily slowing down. But hey, like, walking, slow the fuck down, it's, it's, kid. It's, like, such a steep walk. It's so many parts of the course. It's yeah. like, you got to be careful. It's a tough walk as it is, not to mention for a guy who, oh who tried to kill himself by driving off the road. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> well, like, one false step, though, you're right. It's just, like... A total weightless body. I think he could like just roll down the hill. I mean, and that's the thing. It's not going to happen. Tiger said, you know, as he said, I wear medals. You know, I'm not worried about slipping. He, he, he's going to be fine. It's just I do think there's a lot to be said about the fatigue aspect of this. And from what I heard, people on the grounds watching him in the practice rounds Monday to then seeing him this morning, he had a noticeably more Limp, bigger limp limpy. than he did on Monday. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, just trying to get his body prepared. I loved also in the press conference, you know, he lived, well, the golf swing's not hard. I mean, the golf, the golfing, that's not an issue at all. That's just an afterthought. Now it's just yeah. this physical thing. It's like, oh yeah, the golf's just so fucking easy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I haven't looked at Tiger's world ranking. I'm sure it's still like decent just because he hasn't played. And when he went out, he was almost in the top 10 in the world, which is remarkable in its own. But like, 
I just got to think that competitive golf, I believe what it's going to be between starts, you know, he hadn't played a competitive golf tournament besides the one he played with Charlie since the two, the 2021 Masters, or the, the 2020 Masters that DJ won in November. We're looking at 500 days between competitive starts. So for him to win this golf tournament will be the most remarkable thing that's ever happened in potentially sports, which he already did once. <laughs> I mean, how many women could Tiger go through in 500 days? <laughs> well, Erica Harmon being one, that's for sure. Erica. Um, She's kind of sneakily gotten hotter over the years. Like, <laughs> yeah. Tiger just keeps like, here, take this and go get something done. Yeah. Keep going. Let's get that ass done. <laughs> Which, uh, the other thing, too, and I thought about this, like, I know we've talked about this before with JT. It's like, you kind of can't decide if you like him or don't like him. Fuck. I kind of think he's a fuckboy. Like, <laughs> the, whenever he threw the guy out of the tournament for oh, yelling at his worst. ball to get in the bunker. Yeah. Why Why has Tiger and him, like, latched on? Like, do you think that he's just Tiger's fucking yes man? Yes. Like, he Tiger described him as his younger brother and Charlie's older brother. It was funny because, you know, in the interview, the press conference, he also said, you know, we played, what was it? We played 27 because Charlie could, Charlie had to do the... Charlie tournament. couldn't resist himself. <laughs> you, you know, JT was like, yeah, come on, Dad, please! Come on, Tiger, let's go, let's go play the corner. Let's show the little kid. Come on, you can do it. It's like... Tiger, I'll do anything for you. Oh, God, Tiger. I'm just so happy you're here. I'm yeah. so happy I'm your friend. <laughs> I know. Like, what, what links does JT go to to be, like, Tiger's yeah. fucking chosen one? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, John Rom being like, well, just ask Justin Thomas. Dude, Rom's fucking pissed about that. <laughs> I loved his press conference. They asked, yeah, they asked, you know, has Tiger ever given you an invitation? Oh, no, fuck no. <laughs> fucking putting contest. Good bitch. <laughs> give me one more answer. He gives JT dissertation. <laughs> So it's funny because the transcript of it reads like "fuck that." Yeah, but he had he had the whole reporters and shit laughing. You know he thinks JT's just a little bitch. <laughs> yeah, well, and you know I bet secretly Bones is like JT. What the fuck are we doing here? Man? <laughs> Get off his dick. <laughs> Bones is like I had to spend fucking twenty five yeah. years with Phil getting my ass kicked yeah. by this guy only so you can basically kiss his ass. You know Tiger went ten years without speaking a word to me. <laughs> Did he really? No, but I'm <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah. Okay, so aside from D JT clinging to Tiger's balls, uh, the other thing I wanted to take away, and I was going to say it when you were talking about how bad of a person Bryson was, but Bryson's video with Dude Perfect uh, made me want to kill myself. I want to drop on the Saturday <laughs> he was supposed to be playing, but he fucking, you know, didn't make the cut. But you, it was recorded. Do you know that. what they did? Yeah, I heard, of, I heard about it. They I were, was, like, throwing yeah. footballs and, like, hitting hockey sticks and tennis rackets on Amen Corner. Like... I, I don't know. Jeremy Ridley, what the fuck are you thinking? That was a fuck. I mean, yeah, the Masters got woke is what <laughs> happened. It's bullshit. It's like, hey, let's invite a, let's invite a training invite, out let's here. Let's invite some jerk-offs <laughs> with some YouTube gear. I hate the main guy from Dude Perfect, Tyson, or Tyler, Tony. I don't know. My cousin's little kids and everyone will fucking love Dude Perfect. And they're, I mean, they got some They're cool wholesome. Videos, whatever. Yeah, they're talented whatever. guys. That was stupid <laughs> it was. Stu it was so stupid. At Augusta. So the only other thing I wanted to touch on words before we get into the feature groups and everything was the, of course, I love talking about this, the champions dinner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, Spieth sounded like, I mean, a man out of my own heart, like another little skinny fat kid out there. <laughs> yeah, well, he's like, I mean, I would never say this in front of a Texas guy. No, but he said, uh, I'm going to piss off some people from Texas, but that was the best Wagyu beef I've ever had. He has very exquisite taste, much like our guy Gray. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I'll have that as an appetizer. Eight ounces, please. And we're like, uh, that's $250, dude. Um, yeah, assorted sushi appetizers, uh, miso glazed black cod, 
Mazayaki Wagyu, and uh, Japanese strawberry shortcake. So yeah, that's a little classier than Bubba's Funfetti cake. <laughs> well, that he served. You know, so Adam's called like this is bullshit. I would never touch this. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Bubba. Uh. <laughs> Uh, where's my putter? So the the other thing that I thought about too is like, okay, obviously they 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 love to put out that picture of of the all the guys that are there, and like Tiger always is like, yeah, you know, we the stuff we talk about we would never talk about in person. Like you just it's just an event, you, you know. What what happens in that room stays in the room, and it's like I noticed something about the guys that weren't in that room, most notably Phil Mickelson. Oh yeah, but also you know who else isn't there. Angel Cabrera, who's oh, in a yeah. worse El spot? Pato. Who's in a worse spot? Phil or Angel in a fucking Argentinian jail? Yeah, let's see. Phil <laughs> sitting in a fifteen million dollar mansion, or Angel getting fondled in an Argentinian prison? I I think I'd argue that Angel's in a better spot. <laughs> I mean, he can come back, and everyone will cheer for him at least. What was crazy is I when I read, I was reading over that that this week just to see if there was any new news with him. But he is obviously seems like a big dirt ball. But uh, on hell or Phil, uh, well, both, but on hell especially. And he got initially arrested in a Brazilian prison, and, and apparently he got the shit kicked out of him in the Brazilian prison. Pretty, Did he really? Bad. Yeah, well, I mean, I would think they wouldn't take kindly to like, guys on oh, hell, yeah, major metal paw, <laughs> yeah, and he. Didn't he get there for like beating the shit out of and the duck, his girlfriend, intimidation, or just a bunch okay. of bunch of shitty shit. Well, anyways, uh. Hey, but what a pair of hands, though, huh? Uh, well, that's that's the other fun fact. Uh, highest r- world ranking to ever win the, the Masters. Obviously, the world rankings have only been around since, I think, 86. Ken Hill Cabrera was the highest to ever win. Uh, At what? 69. Oh! <laughs> yeah! Oh, H-I-N-69, yeah. Piper Golf, yeah! <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he is the highest to ever win. I heard that stat today. Cool. So. So keep that in mind for your picks, words. I know you Jeopardy. Thought, fuck, I know you oh thought gosh. you picked oh Stu Hedgestad, didn't you? <laughs> Stu oh Hedgestad. my god, Higo, no. <laughs> so, anyways, wow, that is. I still have no idea. I do. I do know who I'm taking, but well, shout out to El Pato's army too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Our boy Eddie. Yeah, <laughs> he's still he stuck by the name, even though he he's supporting a fucking woman beater who was in prison. I'm just joking. <laughs> Love you, Eddie. <laughs> Um, well, words, I guess that means we'll go to the featured groups, huh? Let's do it. Well, we talk a little bit about the course first and mm. the weather. Par 72, it's playing for the first time ever over 7,500 yards. It's going to be a girthy bitch. Tubby it, bitch. <laughs> you know, <oof. laughs> Not to mention, it has gotten more rain in March than it has in years there. They've been rained out the last two days. The course obviously can take on water probably unlike any in the America in the America but it's going to be soft John and it's going to play super long. Hey, what I always like to bring up words, sub air. They got the sub airs to suck that water right out. That's great, but when suck it dry. <laughs> yes, there shouldn't be any overnight rain so like using the sub air uh, at night shouldn't be an issue, but you're still not going to get any rollout whatsoever on the fairways and so if it's playing super long and the greens are bouncing like marbles that's going to be an issue for uh, some of these guys who aren't quite as long. It's going to be a little chilly, too. And windy. Gusty. Lady windy. Yeah, they're looking like at... Like 30. Looking at serious winds, I think, Thursday to Saturday. Sunday is looking like the best days for some low scores. Ooh. Get pipey. Right when the greens are getting real hard. Good. Good. 
Well, um, what else? Yeah, they had extended the tee box on 11, which was already one of the hardest holes out there, um, right in the middle of Amen Corner. And, um, yeah, if you miss that green right now, that chip, it's, it's looking pretty dicey, and you got the pond right there behind you. And then, of course, the par 5, 15th hole, they've extended that back to, they've added like 20 yards, I think. Um, and that's a crazy hole because if you do lay up, it's like a really hard layup shot because you can run it into the pond very easily. And not to mention your third shot, it's going to be back up the hill and it's in a downhill lie. So ooh, getting a little, getting a little blady, getting a little blady with a wedge. <laughs> yeah. And if you fly the green, there's also the pond on the 16th par three. So, um, that's a really cool par five. It's not like as scenic as the 13th, but, um, 15 is going to see some cool golf shots. I well, think. I think so. They've made some minor adjustments to the to the course. Specifically, they they made 11 longer. They moved the tee box back on 11. They've kind of flattened out the landing spot on 13 to make it to where people aren't going to hopefully have the roll. nine irons in. Um, they're wanting more of a mid iron in. So it'll still be a back nine. The tournament will be decided on the back nine Sunday, but um, it, it is a little bit of subtle changes. So. Well, with that being said, are you looking for any type of player before we start getting these picks? I'm looking for someone who can obviously putt words. I'm looking for someone who can handle adversity and somebody who's been here before. I like that. Yeah, I think experience is big. Um, I think more than like just like getting hot with the putter, it's like three putt avoidance is huge here because these greens, you're going to hear the word undulation a whole fucking lot this week. And the greens basically have little hills on all of them. And they're running about a 14 on the stint meter, some of the fastest of the entire year. But the hardest golf course that these guys will play all year around the greens, Augusta National, no one can hit all the greens. They just never do. And so when you do miss greens, having some creativity and some really controlled wedge shots around the green to get up and down is going to be big. We're on the same guys. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, Christ. Um... Yeah. Anywho, um, words, so, the stat that I like to drop every time around this place, and it'll be dropped a million times. There hasn't been a, a person to win in their debut since that drunk Fuzzy Zeller <laughs> did it back in 79. Yeah, I think that's going to. You think that could change? Could that change not, this week? I, don't, I mean, maybe. I don't know about this week, but I think eventually that that's going to. Yeah. I mean, Thomas, Pe- meant to Thomas Peters kind of made a little noise in his initial. Masters, Zaltoris, obviously last year, second place. Hey, but hey, almost doesn't count. Almost does not count. You're right, John. Um, yeah, highball hitter too. Okay. Because it's going to be wet. Well, words. Wetter than Sin and Cindy. <laughs> I sent you that fake Instagram post that it was like, it was Paulina, it was fake, but it was like, gosh. If Tiger Woods plays this week, they better have some serious uh, mops because the, the ground at Augusta National is going to be so wet from all the PGA Tour wags. <laughs> yes, even though made up, still funny. It was still funny. Anyway, so. I would do anything if she really said that. I don't know. Words, the feature groups, I don't know where you, if you have them in an order. You can't me. You can't. Oh, shit, sorry. I, uh, I've got them in a. Uh, Let's go. I've got them in order of time. Uh, when yeah, they tee it. off, so uh, tee off. This is the Thursday tee times, and this is all Eastern. But ten twelve a.m. We've got the guy that it's not a hobby for, a somewhat local guy, Kevin Kisner. He's playing with 
Burger King, Daniel Burger, and Tommy Fleetwood. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. I think that Kisner has said it himself. He's he, never going to win here. He has to absolutely be on a run, and it has to be playing firm and fast. He's got to have that extra rollout, or he stands no chance. He's hitting four iron when other guys are hitting seven. seven he's going to be so. hitting five wood hybrid a lot this week. Yeah, but he is in great form. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't put it past him to contend. But a good week for Kevin Kisner is probably T twenty, and as he said before, twentieth place still plays pretty good. So yeah, but not in our league. Yeah, exactly. Um, Berger is a guy that I think is really flying under the radar. I think he's a sneaky, sneaky good pick. I'm not on him, but um, I'm also not on Fleetwood. But he's he's trending in the right direction as well. Same. Burger is kind of like the, after the elite guys on the odds board, it's kind of like it goes from 20, 22 to 35, and then that's Burger. Um, so, yeah, he's kind of the, the best of that next wave, but I just I couldn't get there with him, um, especially after he cheated at the players. He <laughs> cheat, even though it looked like he had the, the right drop and that it was your boy Joel Dahman who was being the douche. That was that, you can't drop up there. Was that the players? Yeah. Okay, yeah, it seems it like a million it years was. ago now. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and then Victor's like, I've got to protect I, the field. Okay. <laughs> Good guy, though. Oh, okay, hell of a guy. <laughs> okay, we're not on these guys, but words. The next group, we've got your boy, Bryson DeChambeau. Bitchy Bryson. He's playing with arguably one of the hottest players in the world right now, Cameron Smith, and Paul Casey. Oh, I'll do anything, Paul, but I'm not getting there. Um, Bryson, I love fucking this week. He said he's at 80%. When three weeks ago, when we first started, <laughs> said it was fucking 90%. 90%. So which is it, asshole? He's such a, I mean, what a prima donna painting the picture. Like, you know the doctors. I'm really defying the odds even being out here, even mm-hmm. showing up. They think I'm very brave. And I'm a nice guy, too. Did I mention that? I'm a nice guy. Yeah, no, I'm a good guy, dude. Perfect. You know, just, and I you know, appeal to the kids. Growing the game. <laughs> growing the game in the wrong way. Um, words. I got. I got to think. This is one right here. I'm definitely on Cameron Smith this week. I've I've bet on him the last two Masters. He's had a great track record. Two years ago, T two'd. Um, last year, T ten. Um, the way Cameron Smith's putting, chipping, the way he played at the players. Although there's something to be said for people who win the players, don't traditionally win the Masters too. You know who the last guy to do it was? Tiger. One, I think maybe the only guy. Yeah. No, oh, Jack probably did one of those years. Hell. Yeah. So I'm I am taking Cameron Smith, and uh, if he wins, he can go to number one in the world, which is also crazy. That is, um, yeah. Like everything about Cam, he's a lot longer this year, and as he did in Maui, you know, the the fairways are very wide here, so you're you can spray it a little more. Not Maui, Kapalua. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Maui. Oh, it is Maui. Yeah, come on, bud. Yeah, Maui. Been, been there, done that. Oh, Ritz, come on, <laughs> come on, babe. Yeah, uh, Cam didn't do it. <sighs> did not do it. Hey, well, <laughs> didn't do it in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Now that I'm on him, you're on him. Okay, I'm I on. wasn't. I wasn't gonna be on. You know who I'm. You know who my th- like four guys are. Well, I know that you're on Brooks, but we don't have to get there yet, right? Um, so words, the next featured group though, the talk of the tournament, the guy who would defy everything. Also, ever sorry. Been there. Okay. What? <laughs> what? What? Cam? You're really building it up there. No, Tiger, fucking yeah. Bryson he said he fucking hurt himself playing ping pong in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> That's how you hurt your hand. Two weeks ago, you didn't know how it happened. It, you, now it was playing fucking ping pong. And he probably punched something. You probably lost to one of the fucking twins and dude perfect and punched something. <laughs> oh, God, I just hate him so much. Or that like kind of hunky hot guy that I talked about a while back. <laughs> he and him probably 
what were you guys doing in Saudi Arabia? When he remember that greased up towel pic we talked we posted not too long ago? <laughs> Softcore, man. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, so Bryson, what an idiot. <laughs> if he contends though, I mean, sure, it, it makes for a story. Ever since Bryson, when he was skinny as fuck, triple bogeyed seven or eighteen in his last round as an amateur when he was in contention, um, way back when, and then he decided he had to change everything and now he's been hurt for a while, but Anyways, where is the next group? <laughs> Sorry, I've totally cocked your big intro for Tiger. Okay, Tiger's playing. Tiger's <laughs> in the next group. You didn't know. It'll be the greatest story of all time. If you don't take him, you're a fraud. Here's the thing. He's playing with Louis Ustais and another guy that I've loved for a long time, and Joaquin Neiman. I feel sorry for Joaquin. I think Louis can handle playing in this group. I I will be stunned if Joaquin plays well, at an elite level. Playing. I think he's going to play great. Okay. I like that. I thought about Joaquin. His chipping just, it, it kind of scares me still. You what think he, what, I think he spotlight? proved a lot in LA. Yeah, okay. I do. I think that's a really hard tournament, a big tournament to win. You know, Louis, it's not like he's fine. I mean, yeah, he's played in, in the final group on a Sunday and like a all four times. all four majors and has never come through. Recently. <laughs> Louis is an interesting case. I mean, he he needs it playing long. He needs it playing hard and fast though too. He just doesn't hit the ball as far in the air. He, um, I mean, he, Joaquin can move it. Yeah, and I mean, I saw the from Tiger's range sessions where they showed the fucking ball flight, and his he's hitting the ball great. He's hitting it great on flat ground, averaging like two ninety one carry from that from that range. And so, um, words, I think Tiger, in a perfect world, Tiger can contend and he can really potentially be in contention to win on Sunday. But words, I if Tiger wins. I win either way. No, you I don't. Didn't, I didn't have to pick John, him this week for, for it to be a good thing. I. I I told C. Rob this a week ago. Whenever he the first news broke, are you going to pick him? I would be picking with my heart, not with my head. Yes, I would love to pick Tiger, and I think he has a chance to win. But I will win if Tiger Woods wins, regardless of if I pick him or not. Okay, not in the league, you won't. <laughs> well, maybe if I have a second, third, and fourth. <laughs> are you going to put him as your alternate? No, some no, don't even have John. He, he's more tonight. he's more likely to pull out than anybody in the field. <laughs> I don't. So, yeah, I mean, the logic is, is there. Like, yes, it'll be fun to pick him and have a little bit of vested interest in him, but not not for this league and not for what I think some of these other players can do. The odds are so high. Yes, he has defied them a lot, but not enough for me to pick him this week. Well, speaking from experience last week, you know, when your feet are really hurting, you know, after 13, going on 14 all the way, and I was like, God, I got to walk all that fucking way. There's just no way. And that's all I thought about was how bad my feet hurt. <laughs> you don't even that's have a broken leg. So Tiger and I have been through a lot of the same shit. So you're picking him. What a hero no, you are. I'm oh, not, I'm not. <laughs> but anyone who's had back surgery that many times, I definitely give him a hat tip. You know what was crazy? He was going to miss last year pretty much regardless. I mean, there that was the talk at, at L.A. right before his accident was like, are you going to make it back? Because he had had another back fucking surgery. back, back yep. procedure. And that's the other thing. It, the, with the cold weather, it's cold weather. It's no for good. him to have to warm up, he has to take hours at a time to warm up and cool down. He detailed it a little bit. but Yeah, um, the weather's not doing him any favors. It needs to be like... 80. Again, I wouldn't be surprised if he top 10s it, and I will be ecstatic. I would be, I'll be the happiest guy in the world. I would be fucking shocked if he top 10 it. Okay, well. It'll be awesome shock. <laughs> it will. It will be. be. Great. But I don't think there's any way. Okay. So, anyways, words. Pass on all. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's a coincidence. They kind of gave him a mid-morning and kind of later start. Yeah. The tee times yeah. were in his favor as yes. far as, as well as they could be. So, yeah. um, the next group, words. You've got the defending champion, Hideki Matsuyama. 
playing with co-tournament favorite Justin Thomas and the U.S. amateur champion James Pyatt. Mm. Man, if um, if not for his like neck injury and pulling out the past two weeks, <laughs> Gary, um, I would be all over him. Strixon, brethren, I love the man. But uh, his injuries are just, uh, you know, he could pull out without question, I think. Mm-hmm. He would never shame himself or his country by uh, laying an egg out there. Yeah. No, JT, JT maybe the trendiest pick and will probably be the highest. But there's something about Tiger being there where I think JT's a little more fired up about Tiger being there than actually him like playing in a tournament. He's like, hey, you know, he's my best friend. Yeah, like, and he has a deal. He has a way of psyching himself out. Like he is not fared tr- like well. Like I mean, his best finish I think is fourth in the Masters. He finished T21 last year when he had high hopes going in. Um, you know, I've listened to my boy Colton Drew all week. Every single person they've had on as like a brief interview. Who's your pick this week? Every single fucking one of them picked JT. JT. So he's awesome around the greens. I mean, everything you want. He hits the ball high. He hits it a fairly long way, not like super long, but he's he's long enough. His long irons are actually better than McCollum Morikawa statistically. Uh, so he's a great long iron player. His putter still can give me the shiver me timbers. Not yeah. like Willie Z over a three footer, but it's bad. <laughs> it can be bad. Um, but he could have a spike putting week, and it would not surprise me at all. Like, people say, like, oh, dang, can you just see JT in a green jacket? I'm like, no. Like, see Rory. I could see fucking Cam Smith. He'd be the second guy <laughs> with a fucking uh, mullet to wear it because I, I, Bernhard Longer had a pretty good mullet back in the day. Did he? Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. Cam Smith, okay, yeah. Anyways, but all, all I'm saying is agree with you completely. I think JT is the most trendy pick, probably the most taken guy in the league this week. I haven't picked him this year. I thought about it heavy, but I'm not. I'm not take. I'm not going that route. Same. The next group words we've got a trio here. Of course, all of them are trios for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> no, they all are. Adam Scott playing with Scotty Scheffler, the number one player in the world, and Tony Finau. Take a deep breath. Words. Adam Scott obviously outlasted Angel Cabrera in the rain with his long putter. Mm, pussy. He's gonna have a great tournament, I think, but I'm not taking him. I'm going to ride the Scotty wave, god damn it. I don't know. It would be, I mean, you're going from like, man, this is an improbable run to like, man, is he going to be the next great player? Why not? Hey, number one in the world. I, I heard another stat that uh, the last time that a person went in their first time being number one or first, I think it was like first week being number one, the last person to play newly anointed number one was Ian Woosnam, and he won the tournament. Nice. So... Tigers won when he's number one, but yeah, but it was I mean, not freshly, the first week. Yeah. yeah, okay, I got you. Yeah, he's a little. He's about a foot taller than old old first Woozy. Start as number one. Old Woozy stat. Okay, yeah. you know it's it's a stupid fucking pick. The more I, I think don't think about it, it is. I but, don't think uh, it is at all. Hey. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is, motherfucker. <laughs> he is awesome. I mean, he's a high ball hitter. He hits it a long ways, and you know we throughout all of his wins we've seen him get it done in like just a du- bunch of different ways he is a shot maker that's what it takes here his feet are fucking sliding out all over the place you would never teach his swing to anyone but hey you just swing your swing baby i love it scotty longhorn damn it let's do it well i i, I like i said i think it's a good pick and you shouldn't you shouldn't feel down on yourself about it words but i will say also um his history in the masters he's only played into t19 t18 yeah. so um two for two not Can't a ton argue of experience. With top 20 ex- yeah. in, I mean, 
the third time around, who knows? We know his record in other majors. I mean, he's got a fucking unbelievable record the rest of his career. I mean, four other top tens in majors and only like eight starts as a pro. So, um, yeah, uh, Scotty Scheffler. Okay, so words, the next featured group. We've got 2020 Masters champion, the man with the golden nose, Dustin Johnson. He's playing with Billy Horschel and Colin Morikawa, two-time major champion. Colin Morikawa! He seems like a really easy choice. I just can't get there with him. He needs the spike putting week for sure, but, you know, I'm maybe I'm putting too big of an emphasis on, like, this rollout thing and the distance, the added distance, and uh, but just some of the approaches that he's used to hitting, I don't think that he's going to get as many six irons in as his, like, fours and, and three irons, which is just going to be hard, and he's really going to need to have one of those spike putting weeks, but... The little son of a bitch is two out of eight on majors, so I can definitely have three out of nine. That makes sense. So he was there with Scotty last year. His He finished T18 last year, T44 in his only other appearance, which was the November one that DJ won. So Oh, the fake one, yeah. Yeah, well, it was definitely a different course. You know, DJ broke the scoring record, and, and people would argue if there should be an asterisk by that. But I do like the man with the golden nose. He's trending. He got to the you know, final four of the match play. I really thought hard about picking him, but he will be in my fourth spot this week if someone breaks their leg. Not tonight. Uh, Same for me. It was between he and Scotty. That was the decision. Um, And I'm kind of surprised that he had made up that much ground because three weeks ago, if you would ask me, I would have been like, hell no. Like, DJ has been nowhere. He hasn't hasn't been playing. He's been doing the whole Paulina deal. They're getting married. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. Words. I would never. They had be that st- joint bachelor and bachelorette party, like orgy. Yeah, was there a lamer orgy ever? <laughs> it's like, come on, Austin, just give it a run. Like, uh, <laughs> Austin, fuck, go, man. I can't. I don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, that was the. <laughs> you brought this up earlier <laughs> at a press conference last year. It's like, what kind of putter do you use? And just like so sure, like, tailor made. Taylor made. Okay. <laughs> do you know one? what? Do you know what you want? He's like, oh, I don't know. What, uh, no. <laughs> no. Time out. <laughs> Fuck no. His speech or after he won the Masters, we talked about this. It's like that's that's his biggest fear. It is not playing golf. It's like someone handing him a microphone in front of a bunch of people. Oh, just shit. like, oh, fucking Christ. And Valionis <laughs> asked him a question, and he was just like, oh, I just, you know, I'm just, oh, God. Uh. And then he starts, like, fake crying. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you guys start clapping. Yeah. <laughs> clap, clap. <laughs> it's like, is he wiping tears or got a little fucking dribble coming out the nose? Uh. Oh, my God. What a gusher. And so the other guy in the group words is Billy Horschel, and he was the first guy to get on the microphone and talk about how good tiger was hitting it when he saw him up there and tiger was like billy get the fuck away from me oh yeah billy gave him a big old bear hug you know Tiger was like oh god i hate being touched yeah it's like i know i've changed but what makes you think i want to fucking hug he's like billy my leg (laughs) so yeah i'm not on billy and i don't give billy much of a chance but uh you know whatever (laughs) whatever who'd i say that about at the arnold palmer or no i said it about somebody that like contended i was like yeah they don't have a chance Oh, I mean, every week we every yeah, week we touch on someone who sucks. Yeah, who was it last week? Oh, Ryan Palmer. I kind of yeah poo pooed for a little bit. Well, he did suck. I mean, he made the cut, but like thirty fifth. Anyways, uh, the next featured group words the guy that you said outright second place in his first appearance last year. Will the kid Zalatoris? He's playing with a guy who's really cooled off as of late. Patrick Cantlay and the world number two player Jean Ram. 
What do you got? I really wanted to go with John Rahm. He's finished top five, I think, the last four years in a row. Um, all I could think about was on eight when he rope hooked that three wood into the woods and then hit another one in there like two years ago. I was Remember on that? him. I was on him. Yeah. And he still got top 10 money. Here's what I thought about words. John Rahm, I've used him once. To have only one more pick with John Rahm when he's clearly not been in best of form right now, I would much rather have him down the stretch in the playoffs where he's proven to do well. I think John Rahm has some redemption in once that, which is now an $18 million FedEx Cup payout. And the last two tournaments are the of the year are $15 million purses. Mark my words, I think John Rahm will win a major this year, but I'm going to make sure that I have one John Rahm pick heading into the last week of the season. Bold, bold. So I don't want to use that one pick this week when I have other options, even though I think John Rahm very well could be the man wearing the green, or the green jacket at the end of the week, and I may hate myself. Yeah, I'm not taking him either. Uh, and now that you're on him, I'm just like, what the fuck? Did have you taken him yet this year? Nope. So there you go. That, that I think that argument, That's my strategy. The argument that I gave is as good as any you, that you'll come across, yeah. bub. <laughs> it's not like it's me. I'm the genius here. <laughs> yeah. We're not talking long division on this pick, dude. It's uh, I got it, bub. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one thing that does scare me is if you listen to John Rom's interview, you, you read the transcript, he was a little heated. You can tell he's a little pissed off about everything. He's not number one in the world anymore. Tiger won't give him any advice on how to play. He's just I think he's I think he's pissed off. And a scared a pissed off John Rom scares me. Um but I am gonna try to pick John at some of the tournaments that maybe there's not a lot of picking on him. We'll see. I think he's flying under the radar as much as anybody this week, which is crazy to think. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, what about the kid words? I like the kid's chances I'd to play really well, like but the kids. ever since I picked him and he hasn't putted worth a shit, I picked him twice already this season. Yeah, I, I just can't stand this, the thinking about like him standing over three footer to win and like I'm on him and it's just like, <gasps> oh God, no. <laughs> you, Jesus you Christ. You kill yourself God, before, no. you, before you putt. <laughs> yeah, him. I don't know. You won the, <laughs> he ended up making oh, it worse. You won the segment. <laughs> oh, he's dead. <laughs> no, he killed himself before he putted. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Wrong again, words. Uh, Willie Z, yeah, and he's number one for as shitty as he is at those three-footers we've talked about. He's number one in the world at three-putt avoidance because he knows he's like, oh, God, please be within two inches. Um, and that plays really well here. Like That's how you need to putt at Augusta because if you get really aggressive and you try to go at some of these holes like on a lower line with a little more speed, it's going to roll off about five or six feet where it's typically about three or four in some of the other tournaments. So... Yeah, Willie Z was a good pick. I, I I think he's gonna be a really popular pick, so I'm not on him. Okay, uh, and then Patrick Cantlay is the guy that's like the forgotten one in this group. But you know, he's still very highly ranked in the world. You know, ever since the Dakota Rose kicked his ass <laughs> at Pebble Beach, <laughs> I mean, he hasn't he has not played well. Uh, I don't get it because he's like, how did I let that guy win? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hoagie beat me. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you need to think about. Rethink this whole deal. Yeah, okay. Well, all right. Another group has come and gone. Where is the next group? Two more going. We've got 2015 Masters champion Jordan Spieth playing with the man from Norway, Victor Hovland, and Xander Schauffele, who saw his hopes dashed on the 16th hole last year in the final round. So Spieth, man, 
it looks like he is just struggling. But if you looked at his numbers from the Valero last week, they're they're actually pretty good. It's real scary because nobody plays better bad golf at scoring than Jordan. And there's like magic around this course that he just can seems to get to every single time. I was on him last year, and I just I I can't do it this year. I can't do it. So For all no, those no reasons speed. you mentioned, words is You're why on, I am on yeah, Jordan Speed this great, year. I mean, yeah, I was on him last year though. He also put it in a spot on nine, which I had never seen before. <laughs> the woods, and he tried to punch out and do like the hero shot, and he fucking squared up a tree and it went somewhere else. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> came just back like, and hit him, and just like that, your tournament's over. So, uh, yeah, you have fun. What a better week that pre-shot routine to get back on track. Listen to all those fucking pointless conversations to Michael. Michael, what is that? So I think he's at he's got eight career appearances and five top three or five top <laughs> yeah. five finishes here. Yeah, he, so he gets real poppy here. Why not? Why not get another green jacket for the the golden boy himself? Yep, um, I think he'll be very popular. Yep, and then Victor. The one thing you can say, he, he is like in the 200s in strokes gained around the greens, chipping. Yeah, and like I said, hardest hardest on tour this year. Uh, the, everything else about Victor's game is like perfect. He hits it long. He's a high ball hitter. He f- hits a lot of greens, obviously. He's not a bad putter, but he is an awful chipper. And like you've seen it at the Arnold Palmer Invitational, it cost him. At, what was it? The week before, uh, at the players it cost him. It's cost him in a lot of spots, right? I mean, it's... It's really bad. And it's really sad also. Did you listen to his press conference? Hearing some of the reporters and how they like, so, you know, you're around the green numbers or what they are. Like, how do you, like, how do you practice chipping around here? I mean, like, what's your mindset? Are, are you, you not fucked? I mean, <laughs> are you just like, oh, my God. What are you trying to do out there? I need to work on my chipping. He's like, good chipping is good chipping. You know, thank you for the question, though. I suck at chipping. I mean, you know, I'm not I'm, all, I'm not either. The words, I'm on, I'm on Xander. I went back oh to the well. Oh my god! I'm on Xander this year. What an idiot! For the for uh, yet again, um, t t two in nineteen, t three last year. Um, I think Xander Shoffley. I said it before. I'll say it again. He would look great in a green jacket. I think he will be flying very low under the radar with all the other guys that are there on the on the spectrum. It came down to him and Brooks for me. I really, really, really almost switched to Brooks just because Brooks' track record and major championships. But I think Xander has some redemption for the ball that he had on 16 in the water on Sunday last year when he was in in the hunt to win. So I like Xander to come back strong and give it a run to win this year. You're right. His olive skin, he would look great in a green jacket. <laughs> man, he's, he's like top three in scoring average right yeah, here in the field. I just couldn't get there with him, man. Hasn't won in three years like we talked about. Jason Day's win is closer than Xander's last win outside of the Olympics. The Olympics was big. It was huge. But he just hasn't really popped since then. It's been three seasons, I think, right? Yeah, three years. Why? What? Hey, I'm on Jordan Spieth and I'm on Xander in this group. And both guys, it's like, yeah, you know. They, you know, they can miss the cut. <laughs> oh, God. What, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what, what have I done? Xander's also, like, I think. You kind of like, man, Xander's kind of the sneaky pick here, right? <laughs> I think he's going to be top five. Well, I mean, shit, I can tell you who's number one's going to be. Scotty. And it's the guy that you're on. Scotty? Scotty Brooks doesn't Kepka. know. Brooks Kepka. Scotty doesn't know. Um, <laughs> but anyways, he's in the next group. We don't need yeah, to talk about it yet. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I, th- there, there's going to be six guys that are 
interchangeable as far as where you pick them, who you go with, and that's what's so hard about it this week is because they very well could all be in the top fucking ten, but it just never seems to work out that way, right? I know, dude. That's why I'm, like, depressed right now, and I have the pick yips. That's what I got. So, words, the last featured group of them all, we've got Matt Fitzpatrick. He, it's listed as Matthew in here. He was very, very particular about being called Matt now. Fivel. Um, His name is Fivel Moskowitz. And he's playing with Brooks Kepka and... A guy chasing the career Grand Slam for now the eighth time, Rory McIlroy. Yes. Hasn't won a major since the PGA at Valhalla 2014. It's a long time ago. I really did like his chances this year. He's another guy who's kind of coming in under the radar. Um, he had a great press conference. He always always good, does. Always has good stuff to say. You know, but I also think he's the kind of guy that's out there that's kind of like thinking about psychologically what's going on with him. I don't know. I don't think uh, Rory playing with Brooks is going to do him any favors. I think Brooks is going to be a bulldog out there, and I think he wants to prove something. He got uh, second in 2019 to Tigre. 2020 was the fake one. And and last year he was dealing with the seriously bum. Yeah, I forgot how fat he got. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, his knee was fucked for sure. Um, But, yeah, I I think that's – I think that Brooks – you're right. I think he's on a serious mission to to do something here. Yep. Um, okay, well, we got to wrap it up quickly. So I will say I'm on Brooks. Yes. Yes. And my third and final pick, John, because the weather is going to be shite, I wanted to go someone who's really good about playing and getting his white ball around the place. If the winds are gusting, he's also got a great short game, great putter. I'm going with the Irishman. Shane Lowry. What about when he rushed his tee ball against my man Sepp Straka at the Honda? I was on him. That was fucking (laughs) bullshit. So hopefully he's going to be more comfortable in his rain gear this time. God damn it. Why'd you bring that up? I know. Why am I on Shane Lowry? Because as soon as you... I was like, Max McGreevy's not in the field. Shane Lowry, another Strixon brethren. Um, So yeah, I'm doing it. Well, that means I'm on Cam Smith. Jordan Spieth and Xander Shoffley. Word is on Scotty Scheffler, Brooks Kepka, and Shane Lowry. That's all we got this time, folks. Enjoy the golf and keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. <laughs> oh, my goodness.